not condemned, just the creature image-bearing condemned. The person actually gets washed. It's beautiful. about D-Day and V-Day, and on D-Day, when they hit 
Paris or France when the Americans came after the Germans that had occupied France. They came in through air first and then water second. Nikolai came in through air and Desiree's coming through a ship, through water. Oh my God. And so it's, it's a prophecy. It's an invasion of the glory of God of the children of the resurrection. And it's going to be awesome. We saw the Archangel Gabriel over Nikolai in Paris today. Doing big work with the big boys. This is very, very, very powerful stuff. <laughs> they will reshape nations. You've been pegged in the high place, and the earth underneath you is coming into alignment, says the Spirit of Grace. You've been pegged in the high place, and the earth underneath you is coming into place, says the Spirit of Grace. You've sought first the kingdom, you've been established in righteousness, and now the universe will be added unto you, says the Spirit of Grace. It's the time that the holy people of the Most High God, who are up in the Most High God with their hearts and minds already resurrected in the internal rapture, which is the only rapture that exists. Don't think about an external rapture. You have no hope if there's that's religion bewitchment. The worst thing you could ever believe in in the whole world is an external rapture. I mean, that's as blind and stupid and idiotic and religious and deceived as it gets. There's nothing worse than believing in a rapture because you don't do any inward developments. You never have an internal rapture. You never know him on the inside when you're bewitched. So repent and get into the internal rapture and be saved. We're raptured continuously. You can be pegged in rapture. Don't you know that's what going from glory to glory is? Eagles ascending with a trail of aloe vera from the balm of Gilead. It's like a, a green path that I see today of the great white eagle. And you're going up the path of the aloe vera of the Lord, the healing path of the Lord as you go from glory to glory. It's a green trail of new life. Green's the color of life. Green's the color of Christ. Christ is our life, so we have no fear of death. A thousand fall at your side, ten thousand by your right hand, but it shall not come near you, says the Lord. We have the path of life, shining ever brighter to the full dawn of His power. There will be an apostolic covering of divine life resting upon the minds of the nations. What's happening now is sin materializing. Sin materializes as sickness and disease. It does. It's someone sinned. It doesn't mean it was you, but someone sinned against you. Someone had sex with animals and created AIDS virus in Africa. Someone started eating pig's flesh that's been mixed with human eyeballs in China and creates a virus. There's so much sin, DNA manipulation, mutation, all kinds of horrible atrocities going on in the nations for so long that it's going to breed consequences. There will be consequences to sin. It cannot be avoided. But the Spirit of God has raised the standard and will wash it away with the overcomers today. Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day of the sevenfold radiations of the Joshua stone. The stone the builders rejected has become the chief and cornerstone, and they all drank from that stone, which was Christ. The sevenfold radiations of God's Holy Spirit, Zechariah 3.9, Amplified Classic. It will completely set you free from death. There are so many angels here to raise you up. The only thing to fear is the Lord. And so it's a time of tremendous repentance of people feeling the presence, the power, the love of God, the mercy of God, the forgiveness of their sins as they're washed in their hearts from all their past sins, all of their familiar tendencies of wickedness getting erased by the glory to the point where you can't think a negative thought and you can only think positive thoughts towards everyone all the time. 
because the blood has done a work through you and you only have consciousness of the power, the wonder-working power of the blood. If your mind is in agreement with any other power, you're demonized. Repent and put your mind into the power of the blood. The blood loves because the lamb's been slain once and for all for the forgiveness of the nation's sins so that anyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, shall have the blood applied into their brain and their hearts washed with the blood and their brains washed with the blood. Big time brainwashing. And when they're washed with the blood, they're white as snow, a white stone, a white brain with a new name on it, Jesus Christ, the mind of Christ. No longer in darkness, no longer believing in death, no longer believing in sin, sickness, or disease, believing only in the glory of God, because that's your only experience continuously. We have no other experience in the glory. We go from glory to glory. All you experience is the nine fruits of the Holy Spirit, which are the nine sacred spices of Song of Songs 4, 13 and 14. Your inward life is now sprouting, bringing forth fruit. What a beautiful paradise unfolds inside you. When I'm near you, I smell aromas of the finest spice. For many clusters of my exquisite fruit now grow within your inner garden. Here are the nine and I live on the ninth floor. I live on the ninth floor, and here are the nine. There are nine fruits of the Holy Spirit. I live on the ninth floor. There are nine ingredients to the anointing oil, according to the scriptures. And yesterday, the ninth one, I literally had an eagle fly over my ninth floor window that had been replaced on Friday. Brand new window on the ninth floor. Brand new window of the eagle flying right over me and just happens to be the ninth ingredient of the anointing oil. Check this out. Here are the nine. One, pomegranates of passion. Two, henna from heaven. Three, spikenard so sweet. Four, saffron shining. Five, fragrant calamus from the cross. Six, sacred cinnamon. Seven, branches of scented woods. Eight, myrrh like tears from a tree. And nine, aloe as eagles ascending. Aloe. Green aloe. Emerald green aloe vera of eagles ascending. The ninth ingredient in the anointing that breaks every enslaving yoke. The anointing of God the Father that is your salvation and deliverance and healing. The ninth ingredient is aloe. And that is the ascension of the eagle. That's the healing of your soul. And it's green. And that's what's being released today. Aloe of eagles ascending. The eagle came right over my ninth floor window and soared ten feet right over my head as I was playing with the angel feather yesterday, making the video. Playing with the angel feather, eagle ascending. And on the back of your one dollar bill, there's an eagle that has nine feathers, nine tail, tail feathers. And the tail feathers are what cause the eagle to ascend, to go up. That's the part of the feathers that cause it to go up and down. The nine eagle feathers on the back of your $1 bill. Hallelujah. It's true. So the eagle of God, the prophet of God, the prophecy of God in the spirit of prophecy is releasing green aloe vera for your hearts, your minds, and your flesh to ascend higher in the glory. Oh my gosh, how high can we go? We haven't tested it yet. In fact, there's no cap. I already know for a fact, one little revelation, there is no cap to how high you go in the anointing, in the eagle, in the aloe, in the glory. You just keep getting higher and higher every day. You never come down. We just keep getting higher and higher. <sighs> Token the ghosts. So we filled our lungs with glory so that no virus could ever come in your lungs. People that have taken this seriously have the highest immune systems in the world. They're, 
their lungs and their spirit and their flesh is crystallized with glory because they believed in getting high on God. They believed in the glory cloud. They believed in the physical, manifest, fiery presence of Jesus Christ here by His Holy Spirit, and they have an immune system like God Himself. Come on, somebody. Those that thought it was a joke, well, they, they didn't get any glory into their lungs. They have weak immune systems. They have weak health. Oh, it's true. Health has always been based on the measure of glory in your hearts. Always been that way. And there's many scriptures about it. You purify a heart, you get divine health. You have wickedness in your heart, you get terrible health. Purify your hearts. Receive aloe vera into your heart and let your spirit burn through your heart let your heart be lifted up in the fire of God there is a wedding garment being released upon you today of white fire (laughs) marriage bliss there is fire in your bones there is fire in your brains there is fire in your face. Your countenance is getting lifted up. You're starting to glow like Stephen with the glowing face because the white fire of the marriage supper of the Lamb is upon you. The marriage supper of the Lamb is an elevation of resurrection. You have to be lifted up into it as it is written in Revelation. And the Spirit of the Lord lifted me up into a city on top of a mountain. A city on top of the mountains. There's a city called New Jerusalem that the Spirit of the Lord upon your souls with angel armies will lift you up and put you in the city of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is here as a city. We just think, oh yeah, come Holy Spirit, kumbaya, just clueless, charismatic cluelessness that has not equipped you for today hardly at all. I mean, it's just blind faith. We don't know what's going on. We're just going to have a good attitude. Maybe we die, maybe we don't. We need revelation. We can't handle this low-level Christian stuff. We need the revelation of the city of the Holy Spirit on the seven mountains. It's right there in Scripture. It's right there. Read the book of Revelation fresh in the glory. But you have another entity that's on top of these mountains that's warring against the city. She's thrown down. That horror Babylon's thrown down. Babylon is destroyed in a day. Everyone in the marketplace is weeping and lamenting that they can no longer buy and sell and trade, and it's just the whole global economy is shut down. Come on. Is this that prophecy? This is that prophecy. Right now, that's the time you're in, in the book of Revelation. Glory. And now there'll be a new economy that comes out after it. There'll be the kingdom of heaven and the sea of glass. It's not the end of business. It's actually just the beginning, because you've been getting robbed and ripped off in Babylon the Great by witches and warlocks and the more evil you are the more rich you are in Babylon the Great Satan's kingdom but in the kingdom of heaven in the in the age that is now coming in the dawn of the sons of God that brings such tremendous light that melt the elements with fervent heat you will have justice and balanced trading scales Solomon sending out 350 ships throughout all the sea and bringing equal trading equal rights fair rights and blessing everyone No longer robbing Africa of its diamonds and minerals and resources. No longer robbing people and stealing from people, manipulating people. All of that witchcraft and greed and idolatry is what's being thrown down. The seed of Herod, the seed of the Pharisees will be extinguished. This judgment right now, I tell you the truth, is the judgment of the killing of the firstborn in Egypt of the angel of death. Egypt is under judgment. Christians are not under judgment. Why does it happen to Christians? Listen, anyone didn't have the glory on their doorpost died too, if they were, even if they were Israelite. If you did not have a glorified, renewed mind, if you did not have glory in your brain, then the angel of death can come into you. But if you have glory, then the angel of death, darkness cannot penetrate light. Light is greater than darkness. Greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. Ecclesiastes, light is greater than darkness. Light is better than darkness. It is written. So if you don't have light, the light of the glory burning through your heart and brain, what protection from darkness and death and demons do you have? If you haven't fought spiritual warfare in your life, 
you're gonna lose without the armor of light. You have to come into light. And this is an opportunity. It's not doom and gloom. It's repentance. Come into the light. Come into the glory and be sealed and be marked with the angels. You can be protected and saved and delivered. You can be cleansed. Enter the glory. The word of God is the container of the glory. All you have to do is say yes and receive the word, come into agreement, and you're cleansed and you're washed and you live under an apostolic covering of the 12 crown families of the royal nation of Israel, which is coming forth now. It's an upside down pyramid like you saw in the white eagle's picture. The Illuminati had a pyramid like this with 13 crown families with the eye of Satan on top. The kingdom of heaven and the royal families of the 12 tribes have an upside down pyramid for the greatest in the kingdom is servant of all and our throne is on the bottom of the nations serving them fresh fire burning through their hearts. Seven torches blazing and seven stars burning and illuminating even their minds so they can't believe in death anymore. Death is a faith system. People are getting angry with me because I don't believe in death. <laughs> I can't believe it. It's like you're a Christian and it's like you insist on believing in death. Uh, and they're offended by it. And it's like, dude, I will not believe in the angel of death, Abaddon, Apollyon in Greek, because that is believing in Satan. I believe in Jesus, the resurrection and the life. Do not be angry because we believe in resurrection glory. We live in the glory. You don't live in the glory. That's why you're offended because darkness and death is your God. And I'm speaking to those that need to repent and the ones that are already in the glory agree with me that the glory would convict them to repent, humble themselves, and enter the cloud and ascend in the aloe vera. There is green aloe here and eagles to help you ascend, to put you in the path in the way of resurrection power. You can rest in it. It's an elevator. It's an elevator. It's not works and formula. It's not knowledge. You do not need knowledge to save you. You need life. You need resurrection life to save you. You don't have to figure out what's going on with coronavirus. You don't need to watch videos of people telling you about 5G. You don't need to watch videos about vaccines and all this stuff. Don't even, don't even go there. Knowledge has never been able to save a single person to this very moment. And yet they're all still filling themselves with knowledge. We gotta figure it out, we gotta figure it out. What's going on, what's going on? Listen, all you need to figure out is the resurrection. Because you clearly don't know anything about it. The resurrection, I'm speaking to the whole body of Christ. The resurrection is all you need revelation of. And you'll be lifted up into the glory. And you'll be so blessed, so promoted during these times of judgment. <laughs> It'll be hilarious. You'll be like Elijah on Mount Carmel mocking the negative report in the prophets of Baal. The prophets of Baal are like the ten spies that brought the negative report. Negative prophets prophesying all kinds of science crap, vaccine crap, 5G crap, conspiracy theory crap. And listen, even the elite can be pulled into that because why? You have to taste the fruit. You have to test the spirit. Oh, okay, I'm going to see. Everyone says that person's right. Let me go listen to that video and say, oh man, I feel slimed. It dimmed my spirit. I'm not as bright as it was yesterday after I ate from your tree. You're clearly wrong. You're clueless. Test the fruit, test the spirit. See how bright you shine after you eat it. Because it's all about life, it's not about knowledge. You want to put this word, my words are spirit, my words are life, Jesus Christ said. <laughs> Our words are spirit. You put the spirit word, the living rhema resurrected word of power, right into your heart, bam! You should increase in divine radiance and resurrection power every word. Feasting, 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 feasting. That's the only answer God the Father gave to heal the nations, the word, the gospel. And people don't know how to eat yet. They're out there, you know, hoarding canned soup, which is fine. But I mean, at least hoard the word of God too. And it's not to shame people that are stockpiling because you might need some groceries in the weeks ahead because there's severe judgment in the land. But it's not to be afraid, it's to understand clearly the time you're in right now. This is like the angel of death passing over, and listen, it's already killed all kinds of people. I mean, what, hundreds of people in New York. They had the highest death rate in Italy two days ago, and, it's, and listen, it's going to continue 
to eat away. The answer is us going higher in the glory. This is why the signs and wonders are popping with the eagles and the aloe vera in the green and the archangel Raphael. God could only move through man. <laughs> you want God? You can pray all you want. God, 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 God. You're talking to God. God's in you. You have to lift up your heart and mind and bring the answers. The answers are in your womb and your spirit and need to be birthed through your heart and through your brain. But if you shut down God living in your temple, you're not even a new covenant Christian. You're not part of the, the solution. You're part of the problem because you're bewitched and you're part of the fear camp and the knowledge camp that's perishing. All of that external religion of the fallen angels is what's under judgment and the Christians should not be in the fallen angels camp. They should not be bewitched in the external religion. We should know him in our hearts. We should be saved and sealed inside. And a covenant connection as the temple of the Holy Spirit, 1 Corinthians 6.19. We need to know him in all of his power, living within us like a star. Far brighter, far superior than the sun or the moon, or any of the stars in the heavens. The star that lives in us created the stars of the heavens. How bright is he? Do you know his brightness? Bring your brain into his brightness. And let everything that needs to burn, burn out of your skull. It's all death. It's all knowledge. It's all Satan. It's all demons. It's all sickness. It's all sin. It's all disease. All of it is under judgment. All of it will burn and be destroyed. Scripture has prophesied for thousands of years that there is a future date where the elements will melt with fervent heat. That I have come to baptize with fire and it's unquenchable and nobody can put it out and it's the fire of God's life. But if we have a life apart from God, it is an enemy life of a foreign entity that we have rejected because we've rejected God. If we receive God, we receive his fire and we receive his life into our flesh. Jesus, come into my heart. And the fire of God comes in our hearts. And we're alive because we receive the Spirit of God. And now let us burn in the fire of the Spirit of God so we can be alive in Christ, the anointing that's set on fire. Anointing is oil. But oil without fire, it can do a little. It does a little bit. You can put oil on stuff. You heal little wounds. You got little scars. Put a little oil on it. It'll heal the scar. Oil works a little bit, but oil is nothing compared to when it's ignited and becomes fire and smoke, and from there, a blazing star. This oil becomes a star system. It started in the oil. Oh, intimacy, 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 wise virgins, wise virgins, wise virgins. Duh. Then we go into the bridegroom's chambers. That's when our oil gets ignited on fire. And when the oil's on fire, that's when the smoke begins to transfigure our minds. The, the fire begins to shoot into our brain and heals all of the fire and all of the connections in our brain. We go from 10% chimpanzee brain activity to 100% transfigured Jesus Christ at the right hand of God brain activity. Really, really smart. Even though we're so anointed, we look like raging idiots all the time. It's true. Because the anointing melts the sin out of the heart and the brain and the bones. It's at war against all the sin that's in the world. And God will use you like a rake through the earth. Half the time, you're not even dealing with yourself. And you want to look at yourself, look at yourself. It's not you. You're dealing with all humanity. It's one humanity. That's why it's called one woman in the book of Revelation. That's all human beings because all human beings are born of flesh, born of woman. That's the woman. That's Eve. The book of Revelation only has Eve in it. And this is the time that Eve burns off her grave clothes, recognizing her sinful condition, recognizing her bitter water, recognizing her false light of the one-third that fell, her self-righteousness, her pride, her ego, her curse, her sin, and goes through Christ into the glory of God and gets the wedding garments. And these wedding garments are the fire of God. The fire of God is a garment that you wear physically upon your flesh. And it's a projection of your intimacy with Jesus Christ from the center of your heart. 
And that's how you'll make it during the days ahead. Without wedding garments, you're going to have a hard time. You'll be continuously tempted and tested with lies, with fears, all kinds of stuff. But if you have your wedding garments on today, then you are excited. Then it's like Christmas time for you. You've been persecuted your whole life wearing the white garments, wearing the glory, wearing the holy glory. People have been treating you like crap for being in the glory your whole life. This is your payday. This is when the Egyptians give you their silver and gold because of the angel of favor that's with you and they're transferring their silver and gold because they don't want to die because your glory is tormenting their sin so severely. Exodus chapter 12, it is written. The transfer of wealth is the realm of the dead. Every unbeliever in Christ, every prideful, idolater, businessman in the whole world getting melted down in their idolatry because of the brilliance of the remnant of people that know him as a star inside their hearts. And a star is a ball of fire. Acts chapter 9. How did Jesus of Nazareth appear to Saul of Tarsus? A ball of fire blotted out the noonday sun in the desert heat. That ball of fire did not depart from Saul of Tarsus, but directly entered the center of his heart and turned him into a Christian. That's the picture of a normal born-again Christian. That star, the bright and morning star, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the living God, entering Saul's heart and scales falling off his eyes because it burned up his heart and caused his sinful nature to fall off his eyes like dragon scales. Red dragon scales of religion fell off his eyes. The Bible says so. And that's the picture of a normal born-again experience. You also had scales fall off of your eyes. Maybe not physically because you weren't a serial killer like Solitarsus and your sin and the reptilian armor you wore as a self-righteous murderer wasn't that thick as it was with Saul's. But you still had a conversion and you still had scales fall off. Your sins were forgiven when the fire of God entered your hearts. And that's salvation. And if you want to stay saved, then you keep putting oil. You keep treasuring the oil. You keep putting word. You keep treasuring the word. Your word is a lamp, Scripture says, Psalms 119. A lamp, a burning lamp of light. Your word is light, revelation, light burning inside our hearts. And then it will cause your eyes to flash with fire. Anyone whose heart's pure with the fire of God has eyes of blazing fire. You can clearly see the living God inside their eyes. The eyes are the windows to the soul. Jesus Christ, red letters. Whoa. So you can see right through the windows what their God is. If there is no stardom in their eyes, they do not serve the real Jesus. You should see the fire blazing in their hearts, blazing in their minds, and blazing in their eyes. That's how the river of glory is passing all the way through their hearts and out their souls, through their senses, made golden and crystal and gemstone into the natural realm. And behold, you are the salts of the earth, or a city on a hill, and a light cannot be shown under a bushel. You have to let that glory stardom light come <sighs> forth through your flesh and remove the bushel. Remove anything that's causing your light to be dimmed from your spirit, regenerated and resurrected by the Lord Jesus Christ. Get it off of you. Let your light so shine before men that they can see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. <laughs> and they will praise Him because they'll enter the Shekinah fire. You're becoming burning bushes. And as you become burning bushes, you become ministers of the gospel. Amen? And not every gospel is the same. A gospel differs according to the person that preaches it and they're burning the gospel that Jesus preached was seven torches blazing. Whoa. So people would hear it 
and they'd get ignited in the glory. He preached the gospel all over Israel with the seven-torch gospel, the seven spirits of God, the messianic anointing, Isaiah 11, 2. It is written, the spirit of wisdom, understanding, counsel, might, knowledge, fear of the Lord, and the spirit of the Lord were upon him to preach the good news to preach the glory so that everyone that hears could have their senses sucked into heaven, out of hell, out of the natural dimension of witchcraft, into the glory dimension of God the Father with the angels. And you will see the angels ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. Amen? How? Because your eyes are illuminated in your spirit because you heard the word and you're saved by hearing and believing the word. And if you hear the word that comes with seven torches... You're saved on a level that's above the seven mountains. You'll be raised right up over the seven mountains, which is all the abilities of the flesh, and seated in the new Jerusalem by the Spirit of the Lord, even by the seven princes to the seven golden lampstands, the seven stars in her right hand. And the seven golden lampstands are every single person that remains in the oil of God on earth. And you say, oh, that's just the Christians. Listen, anyone can come under this lampstand. It's just someone that lives under an anointed covering. Finding shelter. A marriage canopy and dome, Isaiah 4, 5. A true apostolic covering covers cities and nations. When people come under a high tower and a refuge and a true apostle in the New Testament in the book of Acts, the whole city started shaking. Earthquakes. But people are so bewitched by religion, they're like, I'm not coming under the Apostle Paul. I'm going to serve this religious Judaizer because he keeps me under the fallen angels so I can live in false freedom. You'll die during these days. Anyone that doesn't come under the seven golden lampstands of the seven churches of the seven spirits of God angelic covering has no protection from the angel of death. No protection. You have to be underneath the oil. Underneath the anointed one, underneath the anointed one, saviors shall come out of Zion. Obadiah. Obadiah says, saviors, plural, saviors, plural, will come out of Zion. That means they'll be glorified in the fire of God and they'll be sent back into Egypt and they'll save everyone from religion. Saviors will come out of Zion, it is written. You need to understand what it means to become a son of God, a brother of Jesus Christ, Hebrews chapter 1 and 2. He's not ashamed to call us his brothers and sisters. And that is what we are if we understand we are saviors by the amount of the Holy Spirit oil we have in our hearts. That's how much you can save. And you can save them even more as your oil grows, cherishing the things of God inside your heart. Your oil grows. You have oil factories. You have oil vats in there. You have wine in there, oil, wine, and then it gets ignited. It turns into fire. It turns into stars. And it begins saving people at a sonship level like Jesus Christ with seven torches blazing. And when we come to a place where seven torches blazing gospel ministry is preached in the world, that's the end of the world. The end of the world is the manifesting sons of God. Jesus Christ said that in the gospel. When the sons of God come to a place of maturity, then you actually get rid of everything Satan's done. It's the Canaanites. They're just slaughtered. The warring angels are just waiting for the Christians to mature for 2,000 years. It was never about God. It was always about us. Could you mature in Christ in you and come over all that witchcraft religion that that told you Jesus was out there in space somewhere and not inside your heart, and you didn't even develop your heart into the Garden of Eden. You have the whole Garden of Eden inside your heart. Song of Songs clearly says that. I found the promised land inside your heart. That's scripture. But if you have not found the promised land inside each other's hearts, you're going to be servants of the fallen angels. You're going to be servants of death and servants of fear. You are not members of the seven golden lampstands until you serve the internal oil, Christ in you, the hope of realizing glory. Greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. This is the salvation message, is your brain returning to Christ in you. Your brain is connected to all the crap Satan's doing outside you. And that's why the whole world's a mess, is because the immature Christians. Whoa, it's true. God has put government on the Christians. You have always been the anointed leaders of the world. You have let the dead rule over you because of your immaturity. 
You have bowed to the angel of death. You have bowed to the spirit of Babylon. You have bowed to the Freemasons. You have bowed to the Illuminati families. You have bowed to the eye of Satan, the eye of Horus. You have bowed to the carnal mind. And it will be struck down by the mind of Christ so effortlessly, like you wouldn't even think there was a struggle. There isn't a struggle. The struggle is inside us believing that Jesus is superior to what we're experiencing with our natural senses, which becomes very common sense when you start to burn in the glory of God. Very easy, very common sense. I don't care what principality, power, throne, dominion, spiritual wickedness. I mean, you could name all the big boys of the kingdom of hell in the whole world. I don't care about the 13 crown families. I don't care about the white reptilian race. I don't care about what anything they're doing out there because greater is he who's in me than he who's in the world. You just don't know God very much. And that's why you have a big devil and a small savior. Repent, bring your brain back to your big savior, and everything outside you gets really small. Coronavirus becomes a very small little bug. This is a little fly in Egypt. It's judgment. It's severe. Oh, it's the most severe thing that's ever happened to the planet in 6,000 years. (laughs) But when you're in the kingdom of heaven, it's very small. This is small to us because our God is so big inside us. It's true. And that will change your perspective from unhealthy to healthy. So that the pure in heart will see God. And if you see the Father, you know that it's already finished before it began, that this is actually the time of judgment to restore the fortunes of Zion, the ones who've been suffering, the prophets that have been suffering horribly in America, horribly, the continuous abuse and mistreatment of God's anointed servants in America and around the world. They're going to have justice, and there will be prophets' rewards. There will be believers' rewards of silver and gold and gemstone, which is a direct reference to Exodus chapter 12. And it comes by the fire of God. And it comes by true apostolic Moses-like ministry. And it comes through absolute judgment upon sin. After years and decades and decades and decades of warning, of telling you the truth continuously, so that everyone in the world is without excuse. Without excuse. The Spirit of God, seven blazing torches sent out into all the earth. Revelation 5, 6, 2,000 years ago. Convicting every heart. Burning up every heart. Of sin, righteousness, and coming judgment. The Holy Spirit. And still, we've hardened our hearts and have clung to faith in money and faith in hand sanitizer and faith in toilet paper and faith in the natural realm and we don't even believe in Jesus. We don't even know him. And we're just barely even Christians at all. And that's the accurate situation you're dealing with with God's people in the world right now. So it's an opportunity for everyone to repent and grow. Instead of serving death, start serving life. Let life grow in your hearts and let death fall off you like the dragon scales of Saul of Tarsus today. May God be big in your heart and big in your mind and not just in religion, name it, claim it, blame it, and frame it because it never happens because it's just in your brain, but in your heart. I'm talking about fire in your heart. I'm talking about seven torches blazing. I'm talking about white fire wedding garments, great white eagle spirit of prophecy, baptism of fire upon your hearts and burning you up and everything you think you know, burning all the opinions and garbage of everyone's rebuttal and argument towards our glorious gospel that we preach every day. Coming with us, I mean, it's what a time to be a stubborn goat. To insist upon a religious spirit, a brown reptile plague of the fall, instead of going into the great white eagle and burning yourself and saving yourself in the fire of God. You cannot afford to be prideful in these days. It was deadly in the past. It is certain death now. It is certain, guaranteed, because pride is the fallen angel's dust in your heart. And we all come out of it. I mean, I'm still burning mine up too, but I'm just telling you, I can see mine and I want mine torched. I bring my brain, my heart, my spine, my bones as an animal sacrifice on the altar daily to stay saved. And if the righteous are scarcely saved, what shall become of the unbeliever, Hebrews says. Amen. Holiness 
so strict and serious, but fun and pleasurable. He shall delight in the fear of the Lord. Isaiah chapter 11. It is written. Who shall delight in the fear of the Lord? Anyone born of the Spirit of the Lord. Anyone of his DNA born of the incorruptible seed of the Word of God, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the firstborn from amongst the dead, shall be saved. Amen. And they shall rejoice in the discipline of the Father and not scorn his chastisement when you're corrected for any good father corrects a child. Because he wants you to be pruned to bear much fruit and fruit that lasts. And that's the only witness we have as Christians is good fruit that people can eat off of us like grape marshmallows and get sweetened from the bitterness of religion and pride. Get sweetened from religion. Get sweetened from pride. The grapes of the Garden of Eden are to remove all the bitter woman of pride, all the bitter woman of religion, and to burn up her bitter heart and her bitter mind into hell. This is the total annihilation of Eve. Wow. It is. But guess what? Eve has been pregnant with the Savior. Eve has been filled with the Holy Spirit, and she does not know the capabilities of the child she bears in her womb. But as the grave clothes burn off of humanity, a child will be born within her, within humanity, that will rule the world with a golden scepter of perfect love, perfect healing, perfect peace, perfect apostolic covering of the man-child. Amen. And we came right out of the woman's womb. We came right out of Christianity. Right out of the charismatic church. We came right out of what was planted inside God's people this whole time and we matured it and brought it into fruition to show people what's available in the seed line of Christ that you can become beings of light Hebrews chapter 1 he is the offspring of the divine let's read it Hebrews 1 amplified classic in many separate revelations each of which set forth a portion of the truth And in different ways God spoke of old to our forefathers in and by the prophets. But in the last of these days, he has spoken to us in the person of a son, whom he appointed heir and lawful owner of all things, also by and through whom he created the worlds and the reaches of space and the ages of time. He made, produced, built, operated, and arranged them in order. He, Jesus Christ, is the sole expression of the glory of God, the light being. The light being. That's what it says in Greek. What is the glory of God? The light being, the Shekinah being. Woo! That's your father. That's what you look like in the spirit. You are a Shekinah creature, a Shekinah being. You are not a witchcraft creature. You are not a witchcraft being. You are a glory creature. 2 Corinthians 5.17 You are a new, living creature. And the only thing that's ever made us alive is the Shekinah glory of the Father. The outraying or radiance of the divine and He is the perfect imprint and the very image of God's nature upholding and maintaining and guiding and propelling the universe by his mighty word of power when he had by offering himself accomplished our cleansing of sins and riddance of guilt he sat down at the right hand of the divine majesty on high and now you are his body 
You are the body of the light being. You are the body of radiance. That's who you are. Let your mind realize him inside you. Your spirit will start to shine through your brain and your brain will start to get it. And that's what the great awakening is. Be transfigured by the renewing of your brain. Romans 12, 2. And only those with renewed minds will live from above in the New Jerusalem. There will be a lot of people still down from below because they're being covered by the New Jerusalem because the real episode covering of the Tabernacle of David is here. You are now in the time of tabernacles. You are now in the age of Zion. And it will continue to burn until we enter the age of perfection. But everything that can be shaken, everything that can burn, wood, hay, and stubble of the works of flesh, sin, and beasts will burn. All of it. In every government, military, religion, oh my gosh. You think this is bad now, you haven't seen anything. It's all going to burn. Understand this is God the Father giving you the world, bride of Christ. You've been prophesied this truth for thousands of years. And now it's happening by God's sovereign timeline. And Christians are so immature, they don't, they're siding with the enemy's report. We need to agree with the word. Read the book of Revelation. And the Spirit of God will illuminate the word to your heart and mind. And it will become a living word. You become a living epistle. You become the word made flesh. You become a burning one. You become a burning bush. You become a Shekinah creature, not just deep, deep, deep down in my heart, but up, up, up through my heart, through my brain, in my bones. Oh my God, I'm teleporting from mountaintop to mountaintop. Don't have human experiences anymore. Continuous signs and wonders every single day for years and years and years and years and years and years and years. No one even believes us, and it's just continuous. Everyone that comes around us experiences it, and they can't stay around us because we burn too hot, because they're not willing to give up their human nature, their death nature, their faith in death. Now you have no choice. And when you're pressed in the full pressure of the great tribulation, will you finally give in and bow a knee to the great white throne judgment seat of Christ called the bright morning star that's risen in us? And it is here to bring the cleansing of the nations with the fire of love. It's the fire of love. The only thing that's dying is the seed of Herod and the seed of Pharisees. Everyone thinks that's the knowledge of good. The seed of Herod is you can be a good political person, good politics, good management of the natural realm. Or you can be a good religious person. You can be a white warlock, a white witch. Come on! It's the seed of the fallen angels that's being dealt with, and people think their goodness is dying. There's no goodness in the human nature. It's the seed of Herod and the seed of the Pharisees. It's the seed of Satan passed down through Cain in the beginning. Come on. And it's under judgment and annihilation by the angel of death. And it will be annihilated in the whole world by the fire of God that has pressed the fallen angels down through the sky to be judged through all flesh. One third came through flesh and took the sky. Two thirds will come through flesh and take back the sky and press with great tribulation the one third down through all flesh and seal them under all flesh's feet for a thousand years. And that's exactly what scripture teaches. So there's no confusion whatsoever in any direction what's going on during these times. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, be sealed with the fire of God, Song of Songs, chapter 8, upon your hearts with this apostolic word today. And let it burn in the full fire of the seven torches of God and the seven stars of Jesus Christ so that you can have a great time of promotion during these times of judgment and they will not harm you they will not harm your house they will not harm your families that you will only prosper during these judgments and not one negative thing touch you only promotion continuously by the angel of favor of the God I am whom I serve in Jesus name partner with Red Letter Ministries Give a generous offering into this fire for this apostolic ministry to disciple the nations and govern the nations in the true government of God. Bring your offerings at redlettermen.com and we'll see you tomorrow. Amen.